1: Michiana tradition continues. Welcome to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on Sports Radio 960 WSBT.
2: 624 in your home of the Fighting Irish and the South Bend Cubs Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Darren Pritchett with you on this Friday evening. Cubs and Great Lakes coming up. 6:45 pregame, 7:05 first pitch from Four Winds Field in downtown South Bend. Broadcaster Brendan King joins me for a couple of moments. He's on loan this weekend. He's working down in Indianapolis for stations down there covering the greatest spectacle and racing the Indianapolis 500. They had a little carb day today, and BK, you were down there. I see that Colton Herta went for an interesting little ride during carb day.
1: Yeah, Darren, that was something, and we were just talking off the air that I positioned myself in the pit when I'm covering the races, and... I was on the left side of pit lane, which leads into turn one, and saw that lead up to Colton Herta. And actually, turn one took two guys today David Malucas, a rookie out of Chicago. He's only 20 years old. He scraped with Santino Ferrucci in turn one. Thankfully, Malucas didn't take much damage. But yeah, Darren Herta barreling over. He wound up on the flip side of his car, and he's pointing down to the track his, with his head. So, thankfully, he's okay, and I know he passed concussion protocol. So, as long as they fly in the new car ready to go, then he'll be good for Sunday.
2: It's amazing how, quote-unquote, safe these cars are compared to a couple of decades ago. For someone to go for a ride like that and and walk away and be able to race on Sunday is Absolutely incredible. And, and Brendan, just your thought going into the 500 this weekend. Are there a couple of names to watch? I'm sure probably that guy on the poll that seems to be the face of the IRL, Scott Dixon, might be high on your list.
1: Yeah, the Iceman, Darren. I think that's the one thing that he's going to need to really cement himself as one of the greats. You know, he he will al- already be remembered as a terrific IndyCar driver, but if he can get a second Indy 500 and the first since 2008, I don't think there's anything else for him to do. I mean, the guy has won six championships. This is his fifth career, Indianapolis 500 pole, and if he can get the 500 win, it's good for Scott because that's a hell of a career in my book. But you know, if you're talking to some guys a little bit further back, from a young perspective, I might say Pato Award. I think he's the most talented young driver in the circuit. He's fearless. He's quick. Um, Takuma Sato is a guy looking for his third 500 win in his career. And a reason why I like Takuma this weekend is because it's going to be very hot and sunny, at least from a weather perspective on Sunday, meteorologists are saying. And Takuma won in 2020 when the race happened in August. There was nobody there. It was during COVID summer. That was the hottest 500 on record, and when it's hot, the track gets really slick. And Takuma has found a way to master that, winning in 2020. I think he has an advantage if things are really hot and slippery come Sunday. So, award Dixon, and Sato, I think those would be my three.
2: The only 500 I've been to in person is when Frank won his third, and the late Dan Weldon was pushing him at the end, and it was about 95, 96 degrees that day, man, water is your friend, I think, on Sunday with with the temperatures expected to be pretty warm down there at the 500. So that's going to be fun to see play out with the greatest spectacle in racing this weekend. South Bend Cubs in action tonight. i got to ask you about the guy starting on the mound tonight for South Bend, Manuel Espinosa, 21 years old, a young guy out of Mexico. And you look at his numbers last year at Myrtle Beach, which is – Low-A baseball now in the Cubs system. Really nothing stood out, Brendan. 22 starts, a 5.11 ERA. He gave up more than a hit per inning, and he struck out less than a batter per inning. But this year, moving up a level to South Bend, now I know he's only started twice. He's had six relief appearances, but the numbers have flipped. He's now giving up well less than a hit per inning. 31 and a third innings, only 17 hits. while he struck out. 35 in those 31 innings. Uh, what have you seen from Espinosa so far this year?
1: He's been outstanding, Darren. And you mentioned his age. He's only 21. And he's still growing into his body. I mean, he is not at a stage yet where he is fully grown, at least from a well-built perspective. Um, I think Tony Kagul, the Cubs pitching coach, has hit a chord with him in terms of one pitch in particular, and that's the changeup. Um, it's a disappearing changeup that just cuts to the outer half so well against lefties, and then he's not going to overpower you either. He's only throwing about 91, 92 miles an hour, but there's a last bit of movement on his fastball that he likes to work against right-handed batters. So combined between the heater that gets away from righties and the changeup that just drops against lefties, uh, he's just found a way to make it work. I remember there's only been one game where he has really struggled. It was in April in Fort Wayne on a cold night. He gave up a game-winning home run to Robert Hassel III, mm. who is the number two prospect in the Padres organization. So he's going to be hitting a lot, of game home run, or a lot of game-winning home runs off of people. But other than that, Espinoza has shut the door, and I'm looking forward to see what he can do tonight. Mm.
2: Brendan King, South Bend Cubs broadcaster, my guest here on WSBT Radio. What's kind of your scouting report on DJ Hurz, the left-hander? I talked to your skipper earlier this week, and he had a lot of great things to say about Hurz, a guy that sure seems to be projecting in the next year or so as a guy that could be playing at Wrigley Field.
1: Against lefties, he's lethal, man. I, it's, it's something to see him go against left-handed batters, because he's one of those guys on the mound that has a bit of a funky delivery, but he works off the very edge of the first base out of the rubber. You cannot go any more towards first than DJ. And he will basically show his number to the hitter for as far as he turns back in his windup. So he hides the ball incredibly well, and the movement on his pitches. the fact that the hitter cannot see the ball until the last minute come out of his hand and then he's just dipping sliders in the dirt and he'll come at you with a high fastball, then it's unpredictable at times to know what pitch DJ is going to throw. Uh, I'm actually doing a story on him for the game program in the month of June, and here's a a fun story for you. So DJ was a three-sport athlete in Fayetteville, North Carolina, growing up, basketball, football, and baseball, but he regarded football actually as his best sport. He was a dual-threat lefty quarterback, Hmm. and he put up incredible numbers. He went to multiple state championship games. He was great. He had been committed to North Carolina to play baseball, but he says he wanted to be a two-sport athlete and play football for Mac Brown. Ultimately, he decided to back out of that because a quarterback by the name of Sam Howell had (laughs) transferred to North Carolina, and DJ's decision to play professional baseball and sign with the Cubs was based off that he could not walk on or become a member of the North Carolina football team because Sam Howell, the transfer, is going to start.
2: Wow, that's a great story. Very, very interesting. DJ Hers, member of the South Bend Cubs, you'll see him over the next couple of days possibly at Four Winds Fields. We talked to Brendan King, South Bend Cubs broadcaster. Just to step away from South Bend for a second, a couple of guys that. We saw in South Bend have great success and move through the system quickly, and they've had their chance with the Chicago Cubs this year, and that is Ethan Roberts and Scott Efros. First off, you can't find two better young men than those two. And Ethan from Tennessee Tech, I remember his wife and, and baby were always at the ballpark. And it's just great to mm-hmm. see success from two guys that cut their teeth here in South Bend. And I think there are maybe a few guys ahead of them on the pecking order early on, but they have pushed their way forward. And good for both of them, a chance to spend a lot of time with the Chicago Cubs this year.
1: I agree, Darren. And Ethan, I didn't know Scott personally, but I knew Ethan along with you. And uh, one thing I remember about Ethan, he just said his wife, Hopeland, bringing their baby boy Brightson to the ballpark, and they even went on the road together. That was the the thing I loved most. Um, Ethan now has two kids. He he has a young daughter now that was born recently. Um, So he is loving life. I was catching up with him a couple weeks ago. and um, You know what I remembered most about Ethan, Darren, was when he was in South Bend, he was only throwing about 89, 90 miles an hour. And he has continued to build up his arms. He posted, during COVID, he posted videos about every day of him working on his velocity growth, and hmm. he has now had the ability, he's throwing 95, 96, almost 97 miles an hour. So he's just a gym freak, and he had mentioned when I was talking to him a couple of weeks back, Scott Efrost was one of the guys that he had looked up to hmm. when Ethan got his chance in AAA last year. Ethan kind of equates his stuff to an Efrost. They don't have a similar delivery, obviously, but Ethan thinks his stuff matches well uh, with Efrost, so they have helped each other. Over the last couple of years, and good to see them now in the Cubby bullpen.
2: Hey, Brennan, one more question for you: With Ed Howard on the sideline with an injury, a Chicago Cubs first-round pick, who would you say among the infielders on the active roster right now in South Bend is someone to keep an eye on?
1: I think it's got to be Fabian Fortués, Darren. He had the game-winning hit a couple days back as South Bend won Game One against Great Lakes, and now lead the series two games to one. Pertuse was playing second base because of Ed's ability to play shortstop every day, and is a guy that can play second, short, third. Uh, But he has the body of a shortstop. He has the athleticism of a shortstop, and he can hit the ball. He's kind of like – we might have talked about him one of the last times I jumped on, but he's got that Chris Morrell vibe in him where he puts on a show in BP, swings out of his shoes, but it's it's never – like over the top, if that makes sense. Like he swings as hard as he can, but you're like, oh, that's just what he does. That's what Chris Morel, that's what we saw from Chris Morel for an entire year. Or the Javi Baez that guy. He's just a high-energy guy that can really flash the leather. So he's played shortstop the last few days and has done well. He actually helped out DJ Hers yesterday. Uh, DJ was on his last batter in the fifth inning. He actually got his first win of 2022 yesterday. And because of Fabian Pertuz, who turned a 6-3 double play, To end the fifth inning on DJ's last batter, hers was able to get the win.
2: Hmm. And we wish Ed Howard the best. That first-round pick out of Mount Carmel had the hip injury and the reports he's had surgery. He'll miss the rest of the year, so hopefully he'll be back at full strength. And and who knows, very soon in South Bend, now I'm talking next year, maybe deep into next year, you could have – Ed Howard and Christian Hernandez in the same infield. And that'd be pretty exciting Ooh. since Hernandez is the stud in the system outside of Brennan Davis. I mean, when you hear Manny Machado and Alex Rodriguez as comps, that gets your attention.
1: Uh, it sure does. And I, I could probably tell you that Marquis Sports Network and Chicago Cubs Productions would be eating that up if that happens. So we'll keep our <laughs> yeah. fingers crossed.
2: You better believe it. Hey, have a good time down at the 500 this weekend, and we'll see you back at the ballpark soon.
1: Hey, thanks, Darren. Appreciate you.
2: You bet. Thank you. Brennan King, South Bend Cubs broadcaster, my guest here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. It is 6.36. We'll wrap up Sports Beat in a moment on WSBT.
0: Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street. Across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.